This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Gabriel Bringers. Hello. And Robbie Payne. What's up? So we're gonna we're gonna hop right in. We 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 uh we sat down to do the podcast today, and then just kind of sat and talked about other things for I don't know a solid thirty minutes oh, or yeah. so. I could probably look back. I tweeted. Yeah. I took a picture and tweeted like it's podcast <laughs> yeah. time. Did you tweet my coffee? That wasn't Yeah, that wasn't true. We, we started. Apparently, it was not yeah, podcast yeah, it time. Was, <laughs> <laughs> it's not time. Just one of those days, False. folks. One of those days. So I'd like uh, I forty went to, minutes yeah, ago. There we. <laughs> 40 minutes ago. Yep. So uh, I was like queuing it up and I'm like, oh crap, what what were we going to talk about? But Stadia Connect, that's what we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, lots of Stadia news. Gosh, so there was much There was news. a lot a lot of Stadia this week and, it, and it's all kind of tied to Gamescom going yes. on right now. Cologne, um, Germany. Yeah. Um, there's actually quite a few media outlets over there. I've even seen some articles this week about how Gamescom is going to be like the death of E3 and stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, not, really? I'm not tied That's in. That's reaching a yeah. little, little much there, but okay. <laughs> but they're, I think their point in that was just that it's proximity to it. And it's a big show. Right. Like people are holding stuff for this one instead of doing everything at E3. I don't know. I'm not plugged in Wait, enough when to was, know. When was E3? E3 was just like what, Two a month and a month and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. Whenever the last Stadia Connect was. Right. The last Stadia Connect was about a week before that. So okay. yeah, I want to say six weeks, um, which hopefully means that we'll get at least one more Stadia Connect prior to launch in November. Um, I would hope, what what would that put us at? Because uh, there's only been mid, two. Early, mid-September. There's September. only been two, right? Been yeah, two so there's yes. the initial launch, what, May, April, yeah. when they had at GDC, um, where they put that uh, the initial announcement, like, hey, we're actually going to do this. Like, yeah, everybody's been talking about it. It's real. It's a thing, you know. But then they've done two Stadia Connects. And the, the first one talked, gave us all the details that they didn't give us at the initial and then this last one gave us um, uh, games. Eight, eight new games, right? Seven, seven new games. Uh, it was like surprisingly just all games. I mean, I, you had you. Uh, I think we talked about this in the podcast last week, but you had said, you know, there's uh, the 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 live stream was up, and it and it said something about it's all about the games. Yeah, but it, that, it was said, all games. Yeah, like, they said all else. about the games. So we're like, okay, it's going to be about the games, but they're still going to talk about this or that. Nope, nope. it was games. It was just like yeah. literally got up on stage. Hey, here's this game. Here's this game. Yeah, they then they said around. the next game. Then they said the next game. Then and they we'll got to the last time. one. It's like, <laughs> and see you. See you and then. And see you later. And there was a farming simulator. So, yeah, so I pulled on that <laughs> real quick. We, we, uh, live in, we live in Kentucky. so uh, Slightly rural area here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, put the, I thought I put the list in here. 
Oh, of all the games? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. in that I article. In that I article, didn't I? Yeah, I mean, I mean, most notable, uh, I mean, everyone is freaking out about this game. It was trending on Twitter after Stadia, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, I mean, that was the major, probably the most major announcement. I, and the, but the Borderlands trailer Borderlands, was oh so gosh, cool. It was amazing. I, I, seriously, though, red hot, man, or super hot, I super mean. Super hot. Robbie showed me this game. How long ago has gosh, that been? It's, been? it's been back since... Uh, Crouton on Chromebooks. Yeah, because we played it on GPU support. So it it's like, been 2016, 17. Oh, yeah. It was before we started writing. Yeah. Unboxed, for sure. It looks trippy. So give people like a, a quick try to explain it. Oh, man. I mean, these other games people have probably heard of. It's I don't know if anyone's this heard of crazy this crazy first person, but it's got like a lot of bullet time stuff in it, kind of like you see in the Matrix. And if you uh, pause. The, yeah. So if you the time the, pauses, the, yeah, the time only moves as you move your character. So whether you're turning your head or you know moving in space, any any movement whatsoever triggers. As long as you're moving, everything else moving around you is moving. Right. So you can just as long as you don't move, you can kind of look around the screen and be like, okay, that bullet's That's coming. That's gonna kill me. That bullet's coming. <laughs> so as soon as I move, I need to duck and then duck left. It's sometimes it's too late. You see oh, it yeah. and you're like, you try to dodge, but it's cool because. Like you said, you're on. You're the game is moving in in conjunction with you, and so. it has a very interesting style. Yeah, like it's, it's it looks very uh, weird. So cool. What would you call that? Yeah, flat, the, the like setting of it is a little matrixy. Yeah. Like you're technically um, you're in, in a virtual world, like in a virtual world, yeah. trapped, and you're trying yeah. to get out of this computer program, or you're a hacker. I can't remember the storyline, yeah. but yeah. So instead of trying to paint this realistic version of the world, it's you're in a program, so you're every character, everything that's coming after you isn't really a person. No, nobody has faces or anything. And everybody's like super poly, um, uh, polygonic. Is yeah, that a word? Made of polygons. Now. Um, yeah. you know, and so polygonic. Every, yeah, everything looks like it's made of like a crystal or something, but yeah. it's all white, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like white, red, gray. You know, yeah, like I think so. that's flat, why it's appealing flat. to me. The, the color, it's just red and white. It's yeah. just all real it's staunch cool. and clean. It's, it's fun. That could be I, a, f- that, that could be a fun game. Didn't even know the game oh was gosh, still around, we'll honestly. And now yeah. it's one of the big premieres for yeah, Stadia, I'm, which I'm pretty is so excited cool. for them, for that studio. Cause it's a small studio that made it too. Um, so for them to kind of get that exclusive is pretty cool. Um, I know some people, um, you all know these people too, that have played, um, that game in VR. So whether it was, I don't know if it was on HTC Vive or it was on a, uh, Oculus. I think he has an Oculus. Um, the, but this was yeah. Joe Bennett played it on Eric's, I think. Yeah. Um, at I am Joe was, Bennett, check him out. Yeah. Um, he said it was wild because it, it, it allowed all that movement to happen in the virtual space. So he could see these bullets coming at him and, Straight up Matrix dodge. So that's uh, he said it was crazy, uh, crazy, yeah. crazy, so did you, crazy. Did you find that list? Yeah. So I ended up listing all the games, oh. uh, but I can look. <laughs> I can look at this and tell you the ones that are new. Borderlands Three was a new announcement, and that that is worth going. Just go do a quick search for Borderlands watch Three the, trailer. Watch the trailer. Just it's, be it's, entertained. Yeah. Man. Great, it's great trailer. So cool. They show you kind of the way that the graphics have uh, matured mm-hmm. over the course of the Borderlands games, and I've I've played Borderlands Two a little bit, but not much. Um, but from that trailer, I'm like, man, that is a game yeah, I'm going to check out. Definitely going to check out for sure. So Cyberpunk 2077. We talked quickly about that. It's um, if you're not familiar with it, it's um, uh, the one that has Keanu Reeves as the, one of the starring roles in it, set in 2077, dystopian future. You know, what if we were basically cyborgs that still make us human kind of thing, mm-hmm. but crazy graphics and uh, just 
insane looking story. Also another um, really well produced trailer for that one. Yeah. Really yeah. cool. Uh, destroy all humans. Mm. Uh, like you're an alien, you come kill humans. Yeah. Uh, did they, they talked about doom in the middle of that, but it's not a new, that right, wasn't a new right. doom eternal was like the first thing they announced. Um, farming simulator. That was so weird. No, <laughs> right in the middle of, of the you. whole thing. Just like, man, if you, if that's your jam and you're into that, go for it. And man. it yeah, like, farm, good farm on it you. But man, I grew up in that. And I'm just like, God, I, why would you know? That's not entertaining I was at all. Sweating just thinking you about remember that there was like a Facebook, uh, game. That was farm bill. Farm bill. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. People got into that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm just not. I just I thought know. that not I, I'm going to be not perfectly honest. I thought now, if we could do an open world Oregon Trail or something like that, yeah, I'd be gosh. totally down with that. Can you imagine? Totally down. Massive, yeah. like yeah. do the same type of thing. We're all trying to survive. Throw a little PUBG in there. Yeah, Let me great. get some guns and I shoot you and throw a pitchfork at you. Or something. <laughs> I I just thought that I thought the farming simulator was a was a bit odd because it was literally felt like it was just advertisements for, for those tractor supply companies. I don't know if those are real companies. Or oh yeah, every every one of those are yeah. real real. My, my knowledge farm of that stuff equipment. goes to like uh, John, John Deere, Deere and uh, <laughs> International. International. That's about it. Yeah, there you go. But, oh, okay, no. I'm city boy. <laughs> um, guilt. So G-Y-L-T, that was yeah. a puzzler type game. That looked really looked fun. Cool. That would yeah, be a fun really one fun. just to pop up on your phone, on your commute or whatever. Kine, K-I-N-E, that was announced too. Yeah. I looked back at it. It was one of those ones that kind of moved through it real quick. There were a few of them. They just kind of jumped through really fast. They, uh, one of the developers from Mortal Kombat 11 talked. Uh, Orcs Must Die, they did a big Now, thing. that's Orcs a big deal 3. because they are, Orcs Must Die 3 has a huge following. <laughs> The third installment will be, from what I understand, it's Stadia exclusive. It is a timed exclusive. I did read yeah. that. Oh, so it is time. Freaking out. Okay. They were like, "Are you kidding me? I can't get yeah, this." On they've my been Xbox. clamoring for this forever, and now they're saying, "Hey, Stadia exclusive." But that's yeah. Cool. That's so it's time, be timed, timed exclusive. Cool. So at some point, it'll come out on others. But yeah, Stadia is already getting some exclusive stuff that, again, never heard of the game before, but uh, apparently a lot of people have and really like it. Samurai Showdown was like a cool now that game. Is that, a, is that an old school game? I or? feel like it is, but my first thought when they first opened the trailer was Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, please let this be Ninja it Gaiden. It looked like a mix between that and uh, what's that other fighting game that kind of looks like back old school Street Fighter 2 days fighting game? Uh, shoot. Can't think of the name of it. Mm. Uh, Soul Calibur. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe they were like rebooting good. Soul Calibur or something. Um, Super Hot, we kind of talked about already. Uh, was it, did they talk about Elder Scrolls Online? That They talked about that here, too. Yep. So, massive open world Elder Scrolls for all those Elder Scrolls people. That's a, another massive audience. Um, do, 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 that's old, not old, but we've already talked about that stuff. Watch Dogs Legion, that was the other one. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Watch Dogs game. So I never the original, played the second one. Sorry to backtrack. It. The original Samurai Showdown was launched in 93 for the Neo Geo. It was, it was an SNK game? Yes. Yeah, it looks like but an SNK. But there's been a line. I mean, there's been a dozen games spawned from it. I okay. remember playing, so I'm pretty sure, a PlayStation version at some point in time, or like an OG PlayStation. Uh, one of those games that we were talking about earlier was that crazy Japanese style, that uh, the, the anime style game. Remember, you said like a lot of developers probably will get a shot oh, yeah. at some of these. It was crazy. Like there's these like giants, like naked giants fighting each other. Remember yeah, that? But everything had flying really around. Weird. It was weird. Yeah, it was a weird was trailer, really but the game looks crazy. 
Um, so yeah, that 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 was an oddball one. But yeah, Watchdogs three or Watchdogs, it's got a name. I can't think of what the name is, but the third installment in the Watchdog series. Uh, I never even played the second one. It looked awesome, but uh, I've said on here plenty of times. I the only console I have is the Switch because I thought I'd get a Switch and maybe I'd actually take it with me. I never do. Um, my kids do, uh, and they they enjoy playing on it, but. I still play the Nintendo Wii with my five-year-old, so uh, we are definitely not up to times with console gaming by any means. I don't have a PC that I game on or anything, so uh, I'm looking forward to some of these installments, and I'm hoping since Watch Dogs 3 is here, like that means eventually I'll be able to go just buy Watch Dogs 2 and play through it, too. I mean, there's no reason they wouldn't. That's true. They Attack wouldn't on bring Titan, some of those. that's what it was. Attack on Attack Titan. Attack on Titan 2, that's okay, right. Okay, I skipped over that one in my list then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some some great looking games, and I would I would guess we'll see at least one more slew of games added, probably right. eight to ten more big yeah. titles, um, and that that's my guess. I I don't know, but my guess is um, they're not going to make a big announcement for every single game no, that's going to be available yeah. in November. Um, but at the same and, time, and there were some of those even in in uh, this this connect that we're talking about that happened on Monday. Um, some of those were saying coming in 2020. Yeah, like some Cyberpunk of those games, doesn't. Yeah. Cyberpunk is a game so itself. They're, doesn't they're launch until yeah. 2020. So, so they're saying, hey, this is coming to Stadia, but it may not still right. necessarily be available. And on, the, and the in games November. library is going to be truncated at launch. Every platform that's ever launched is. I mean, it's just like when I went and bought a Nintendo Switch, the day it was available. Um, yeah, and there I wasn't much there, happening. On there were maybe right. ten games, twelve games yeah. total that yeah. launched with it. It's yep. just the way this works because developers need time. Um, now, granted, Google has given them lots of time, and the way that Stadia works, it's it's a little different. But what, what, um, what did the, was it the Mortal Kombat guy that said they've been working on theirs for three years? That, uh, something like that. I don't I, remember. I've got there the was, comments. I've got the like, actual quotes from these guys because yeah. that was the other part of this. That as cool as the games were, and I was excited for the games. Like getting to hear some of these big name developers talk about right. Stadia, not yep. about their game, but about Stadia and developing for Stadia, and kind of just seeing like the enthusiasm and and hearing from these people because it's a dime a dozen right now to go on YouTube and and see thumbnails of these people like you know Stadia is going to fail and here's why Stadia is no good Stadia's biggest garbage. problem <laughs> you know it's clickbait yeah. you know these people it, some of them I've clicked into and they they're don't, saying and, the opposite yeah, <laughs> yeah you click in they're like just kidding, you know, Stadia's going to be awesome, I think. You know, here's what other people are saying, like, whatever. Like, well, it could fail if this happened. Right, and but. everything could fail, you know. So it's like, eh, you know, if you want to actually know whether the, the platform's any good, talk to the people that are actually building stuff for it. Um, and, and that are putting their names on the line. Right, yeah. because... You know, yeah, it, we got to remember that, too. Right, they don't have to. Right. Like, it's not like Google has some sort of stranglehold on the, this industry where they can command. Like, Google does in a lot of ways. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, we we tailor our articles to make sure that they work with AMP so that they work in Discover because Google has a grip on... Publishing. organic yeah. discovery for publishers. I mean, they just do. And so if Google says jump, we're like, cool, how high, you know, we, we, you got to play the game and people do it on YouTube. You know, that, that stuff's there. Google has no stranglehold. No, no whatsoever. This, they're no all the dice. I mean, a, as awesome as it's been since they've announced it, this is still a huge gamble, honestly, 100%. Who knows so, what's going to happen? No one's done it before, not to this scale. Right. And so what then does like ID software or, I don't know, uh, uh, Warner that's Bungie, doing Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, they have zero 
necessity to get on Stadia unless they see it as such. Like they have zero necessity from Google saying do this or else. It's or them else looking what? at it. Right. It's them looking at it going, this is legit. We need to be on this. We need to be on board now. Like we can't sit back and go, well, we'll wait and see how it pans out. Like we need to be on this now because we see legitimacy here. And from the comments we heard during Stadia Connect from these developers, again, this this isn't a PR stunt. Like this isn't something Google can be like, hey, uh, we got this really cool thing and it actually kind of sucks and it won't work really well and it's going to make your game look bad and nobody's going to want to play it and everyone's going to abandon it eventually. But will you get on camera and talk about how much you love developing for this? There's zero incentive for them to do this. None. And so, oh, by the way, most like game developers probably wouldn't even do that anyway. Like no. they, they, they would be like, nah, man, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're making millions yeah. and millions of dollars yeah. with our platforms. We got other stuff to mess with. We're just not interested in doing yeah. that unless they see something in it. Right. And clearly they do. Let me read a few of these quotes real quick because it's really cool. So this is from Project Red um, from the from the video. Uh, it's a very technologically demanding game, but with Stadia, you can actually play it irrespective of the power of your devices. Um this is from The Orcs Must Die. Like that, that was my favorite part, honestly, even though I've never heard of the game. Um, so this is the uh, Robot Entertainment CEO of Robot Entertainment. He said, we were invited to check out Stadia back in January of 2018. Google handed us the controllers and allowed us to play an early version of Doom running on Stadia, and it was great. Right away, it was a fantastic experience, and I immediately saw it as the next transformative platform coming to this industry. Kind of the same feeling I got when I saw the iPhone coming and what we thought that might mean for games. We knew that we wanted to be a part of it. Um, wow. Wow. So this is the design director for the same company, Robot Studio. We noticed the difference when we actually started playing the build on Stadia. That's what everyone's going to get. They're not going to be subject to the power of their machine. Everybody gets the same massive power, and that's a big deal. In the war scenarios now, you're going to have 500 mob armies in one single wave. Oh, and that's yeah. not spread out cleverly like 50 guys here, 50 guys there. That's 500 orcs. That's what makes or that's what Stadia has made possible. So he was pointing to the fact like we're not hiding unrendered, you know, characters Stuff off screen so we don't have to later. deal with it. Like we're rendering them all full time. They're all doing their thing way off screen, way you don't even have to worry about them, but they're still rendered and doing their thing. Uh, 500 the of processing these processing power right. to do that. I mean, um, and then finally from the Mortal Kombat studios uh, and Warner Brothers, uh, what really convinced us to bring Mortal Kombat to steady was seeing the fast, fluid gameplay replicated on the platform. With a game like ours, that's very important to us. We have a certain quality bar we have to maintain, and with Stadia, we feel that we can achieve that. Since the beginning of development of Mortal Kombat for Stadia, Google has been with us all along the way. They've been a great partner to help us make sure that we're achieving the quality that we expect of our game and that players expect as well. It is legitimately cool to be able to pause the game and then go to your phone and play it on the phone. It's pretty cool. Um, so again, that's like, going to be something that it, it's going to like take time to like, like remember oh, that I you can do, that. do it. Right. Huh. You know, neat. Yeah. Like you're going to be playing and be like, Oh man, hold on mom. <laughs> Give me a second. You know, <laughs> now you can just be like, Oh cool. I'll hop on my phone. Hop I think car that, play that's almost like the more realistic in my head is, you know, like started a game. I paused it, get home and like, I want to finish this level on the TV. Boom! Hop on it's the there. hop on the Chromecast and finish the game there, and then oh, or the other, you know, I got home before the kids got home, and I'm playing a game. 
that you know may not be appropriate for them to see or something like that be able to just pause turn the tv off open hop the chromebook up or hop on your phone yeah yeah because yeah. um, i i personally i don't see myself playing a ton on my phone i just don't uh I've is the been, controller going to have some sort of mount for your phone? Not that, not that I can tell. No, not that they won't build so. one, but I mean, let's, they could make something that latches on. Let's 3D on. print that. No, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it it no would make sense idea, for them please. to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. If somebody out there hears that, just go make it. That'd be dope. Yeah. That would be really good to have. Yeah. I mean, if it's, I can imagine like a, some sort of clamp thing yeah. that just clicks on and yeah. has an expander thing and just holds a phone. Like if, assuming Stadia can, you know, catches on. Somebody will make, well, probably 8,000 people will make it. And you'll <laughs> yeah. be able to buy 62 versions on Amazon in a couple of months. But yeah. uh, it, it, that's fine. And I've had, I've done the whole, what was that game controller I had? The orange and black one. Oh. Oh. Why can't I think of the brand of that? Start with a B. Let's start with a B. I don't, I don't know. I remember uh, you yeah. having that thing, but it was I can't a big name. Of it. Uh, yeah. They were, they were like the game controller for a long yeah. time. They had multiple uh, versions. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but you, you, you could flip the center part of it up and it had a clamp built into yeah. it, which is really cool. Uh, I remember playing um, Modern Combat 5 a lot with that. And that was the point of realizing, like, at my age now, that I'm just like, I don't know if I'm going to get good with a controller again on these types of games. Like, I yeah. did when I was like in my early 20s. Um, I just don't play with a controller that often for, for quick twitchy type games. Like right. playing Legend yeah. of Zelda. Fine. Yeah. Or like, you know, if, if I love racing games with yeah, the controller. Yeah. Yeah. Certain stuff like that. But like playing PUBG or third, you know, fighting games need a controller, honestly. But like I use a directional pad for fighting games, not a big stick, you know? And so I don't know. I'm, I'm just weird with controller input stuff. And for most games, I just would prefer a mouse and track or a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Um, just for the precision that's there. And so I'm, I can't explain how excited I am to be able to play a majority of games with the mouse and trackpad on my Chromebook, like whenever I want. I just, yeah. It still seems like it honestly feels in the back of my head, like I, we're going to get there and it's going to be like, Oh, well yeah, it's not working yet, but eventually it'll be there. Like no November, it's actually going to be a real thing. Like, AAA games looking yeah. awesome That's on just, my Chromebook. It's a couple <laughs> months away. It's a couple I, months away. Yeah. It's Game, uh, gaming in a Chromebook is going to be a whole whole thing now. Yeah. Now, now I'm just waiting for yeah. like PUBG, like I, those types of games. I'm assuming might get a later announcement, uh, but like the Fortnites, the PUBGs, the Apex Legends of the world. Because if those guys don't get on board, someone will. Oh, someone yeah. someone will we'll show up something. and make something that is takes. Someone's going to show up on Stadia with this tech and take the the. Uh, Battle Royale yeah, will be the, to the next level. The next Battle Royale. Hey, bigger big map game. with 400 yeah. people in it, you know, like, and crazy good graphics, and everybody's rendered everywhere. So when I 8x scope somebody, and, and like, I see, see them perfectly. Yeah. And, like, and, and you can see your other, uh, oh, uh, player, yeah. Your teammates hey, let me see screen. your, let me see your, uh, your heads up display yeah. so I can see that person you're shooting at. Yeah. Oh, they're you're right You're tracking that, that guy that's over on the yeah. ridge. It doesn't look like he's floating in the air. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean that someone's yeah. going to do it. Yeah, like for there's sure. no question for in my sure. mind. Someone's either going to do it or is already working, already on, working on it. Yeah. A version I of it. I can't imagine they're not already working on I'd it. I'd be right? shocked. I mean, I would be shocked. Yeah, someone's um, already working on it. Yeah. So I mean, mainly like Fortnite would be the real shocker if they don't announce something before November. I'd at least to say it's coming. Like that would be wow. so weird to me that Fortnite would not get in on this. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Anywho, so spe- I don't love Fortnite. So, but. so speaking of, of of playing the games, you know, obviously you're you're going to be able to play it on your Chromebook, uh, but the the Founders Pack is going to come with, or the Founders Edition. I'm sorry. Yeah. No is, packs, is, man. It's coming with uh, uh, a controller and a Chromecast Ultra. So as of right now, they have said it's going to work with Chromecast Ultra, but then in the AMA. What did he say? He said the the the. Someone asked, "Is it going to come to other yeah. streaming devices?" And he said, "Well, we." And I'm paraphrasing. I could read the quote, but he basically said, "We're using we're launching with the Chromecast Ultra, so we can give you players that that are paying the full 4K right. experience right out of the gate, and because it's what we have like to work with, but that doesn't mean it won't come to others, right? Like, so he had a clear opportunity to say, as far as Chromecasts that are on the market right now." This is the only one that will work with Stadia based on hardware, and maybe we'll release a new Chromecast. Right. He didn't say that. He just said, ah, work yeah. Work with others. This, this is the one we're using right now. And, right. and you, you had speculated a long time ago, uh, whenever uh, all of this was called Project Yeti. Yeti. Um, you speculated that the, the third-gen Chromecast, uh, which which comes equipped with uh, some low... Uh, what, Bluetooth low, LED. LED. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Bluetooth LED. And uh, you speculated back then that that this could be for gaming and it you could be right yeah it was it was a little weird um because i think gabe you found the initial some of the initial stuff with bluetooth or you had reported on yeah i think it was a 95 had had found yeah they had uh, just updated the fcc filing for the chromecast stinking thing like it's they they look a little different on the outside the version two and version three of the chromecast but on the inside, they are the exact same thing. Except for that. Yeah, except for Bluetooth LE. And so we're like, man, what are they going to add? What are we going to be able to do with it? Uh, answer was nothing. Yeah, they were just like, like it's just nothing. there. <laughs> and, and even when Google put it out and sold it, like they don't put that on the box. They don't nope. put a bunch of stuff about like, oh, pair your Bluetooth devices or play music over Bluetooth. Like none you of can't. that stuff. Yeah, it's, you it's, cannot do that. It's LE, which is like beacons, if you remember those things, and, and that type of stuff, these quick pairing type technology so these these new headphones and airpods and stuff like that the quick pair all that's bluetooth le it's just it's a it's a very as it says low energy it's it, it's not meant to carry music or video or controls or any of that stuff just it is meant basic to be like communication hey just, yeah i'm over here hey you connect to me okay that's it yeah. mm-hmm. like and that's that's all it does you know and so it was in there and we're just like oh what's going on with that well it was in a week later that I don't even know where the conversation even came from. I went back and read that post and it was like, this is weird. Like sometimes you just call stuff and Gabe's done it way up more often than I've done it where you call stuff and you're like, I think this is what's going to happen with this. And then you go back and read it later and you're like, that was weird. Like that was spot on. Like that's real strange that I said those things because I was, I was guessing. Let's be honest. I'm just like it could be. It, this. it is dumbfounding sometimes. We look yeah. back. I, I some forgot of these that I wrote things. that. Yeah. Like I was looking for it to just link the article. I'm like, ah, hey, we said something about this, and I started reading it. Like, holy crap! Like Robbie, I remember uh, Robbie literally wrote the white paper for Stadia <laughs> and Chromecast. Like it's <laughs> so I started I started thinking back like what was my thought process back then when that happened and I was thinking like if it's streaming gaming of course at that time I'd never played one that was worth playing. So I was thinking like if it's streaming gaming that's not different than streaming a video as long as the latency's good we can do this. I had no idea they were going to connect the controller to the Wi-Fi, I had no idea how they were going to deliver this whole thing, but 
you know, the, the third gen Chromecast is the newest Chromecast in the family. Like the ultra came out months before it. So mm-hmm. this is the newest Chromecast. It just stands to reason at this point now, like clearly when stadia base shows up, um, in February of 2020, they're going to roll this out on the third gen Chromecast, which then means you can get by that point, crap, you can get them now for $25. Yeah. Just, you just hop on the internet and search. You can find it for $25 easily. Go to chromebox.com and search. I can guarantee you, like, as soon as we see a really good sale on third-gen Chromecasts, I mean, we'll we'll push that on the site because if you're considering Stadia, like, and it goes to, because, I mean, there's been times when it's gone down to, like, $9 or something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, crazy deal. You know, so if it's in that 15 to $20, I mean, skip dinner, eat a bowl of cereal, go buy this thing, and then in February when Stadia Base comes out, remember that I said it's going to be on this Chromecast, and now you basically just bought yourself a gaming console for $20 for a steak dinner. You know, uh, You're I, welcome. I, they're not going to do it. They won't do it with Stadia rolling out in November because they're rolling it out to paid members. They're promising right. 4K, 60 frames. They're, the, they're the old Chromecast can't pushing do that. the it founders do that. edition or not the old the three yeah. the third Chromecast can't do that but it can do 1080p and it's got Bluetooth LE so it's got all the pieces there for Stadia base and I think I could be wrong on this but I think in general Stadia is going to appeal to gamers like the three of us sitting in this room that either have families or other obligations and jobs and don't have all the time that maybe we would like to have to just sit around and play video games. We just don't have that time. And so we're going to play it casually. I think it's going to appeal to casual gamers. I don't know how many casual gamers are freaked out about having 4K60. I'm, I'm not. No. Uh. The only reason I'm doing, I, I paid for the founders is because I want that controller the, controller the day it comes out. I want to play Stadia the day it comes out. Yeah. But guess what? In February when base rolls out, Unless they've introduced some cool free games or I feel like I'm really getting worth out of it because I don't think I'm going to because I'm I'm not going to play the breadth of games that right. they offer. I'm probably going to drop to Stadia Base. I've got multiple third-gen Chromecasts around my house. That's a much easier upgrade. I, heck, my TV in my living room is 1080p at this point because I'm not going to buy a 4K TV unless there's tons of 4K content. Right. We're just now finally getting to the point where... Yeah. A good majority of content starting to hit 4K, but I mean, back when I, I needed to buy a TV a few years ago, it just wasn't there, and it was a waste. Like a, a good 4K TV was way overpriced, and so you've got probably a lot of that same scenario around right now. A bunch of people that have 1080p televisions, and honestly, they look fine. Um, the people that aren't going to get butthurt about not having 4K 60 on everything, uh, maybe they don't even have the internet to deal, like the bandwidth right. to deal with that. So. I, I really feel like Stadia is not going to appeal to the hardcore gamers. I just, whether it's, even if it's technically good enough, I feel like that they would feel like that was like a badge of shame to wear. Like yeah. if they played Stadia, <laughs> like, oh, you're, you're not a real gamer. You don't have your big rig and fancy stuff. So I, I just, I don't feel like it's going to appeal to those guys, like professional yeah. gamers, competitive guys, maybe a handful. And, and some of the guys that do stuff on YouTube probably will yeah, be pulled into that sure. direction because Absolutely. of all the YouTube tie-in. I'm talking about the gamers that go out and go and, and compete and stuff like that. I I just don't know. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I could yeah, be wrong. That's a toss-up because, I mean, if if they if they give Stadia a try and they and they and if it offers the exact same experience as what they're accustomed to when they're doing these 
competitions where they have dedicated servers and they're set up on whatever these however they set them up now they were land parties when we were kids but yeah, well, it's probably it's just probably still the same thing party, it's just yeah. a really crazy land party where they've got a dedicated server if they hop on stadia and say this is no different yeah who knows and i mean not? look at look at look at what's happened in mobile gaming you know and that's become mm-hmm. you know there are people there are hardcore gamers that are yep. mobile gamers now you know yeah. so yeah so i don't, yeah, don't want to yeah. i don't want to say that no one like hardcore right. gamers won't won't use stadia but like, i think the mass, mass market, appeal like yes, you're looking at the absolutely. general market the, big, the fat middle is gonna yeah, be yeah, for you know, sure people in their 20 20 to 50 year old men probably i mean in general if you're actually talking demographic um you know I, I see those those people again have all these things that are going on and maybe don't have enough time to dedicate into that stuff. Man, Stadia base is going to be right right yep. there, and now, it's cheap. I mean, super cheap to yeah, get. Yeah, because I mean, I look at it. There's games that I would like to play. I see them. I see ads. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. I'd like to play that game. Love that. And it's not that I don't have the money. I have just never thought to myself, I'm going to go to Best Buy this weekend and buy a new Xbox because I want to play this game right i've been in the same spot like i really exact play same that, way. but i'm just not gonna go buy an xbox i've I'm seen deals on playstations like crazy deals on xboxes and playstation and still did not pull the trigger for the plain simple fact of i just don't want to buy a game console for that one game but stadia changes that it i changes, did it yeah. i did it with the xbox 360 yeah i veiled it though i, I got the uh the what's the little, little motion thing? Oh, uh, the what are they it called? Was the first, it was the first wave of it. Oh my gosh, what was that thing called? Connect. Yep. So I got the Connect bundle used at some place, and I knew that my kids would probably really enjoy it. Like they they were too young at the time to really kind of understand how to to move a Wii controller to make it work. So I was like, ah, oh, but if they do these full body motions, I'll get it. And, and we did. We had a great time playing with some of the Connect games. They just kind of abandoned Connect, though. Like, yeah. There were no new games. We just played those old ones. But really, really, what I bought the Xbox 364 was Watch Dogs. Really? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. It came out on Xbox 360 and Xbox One, and it was kind of a dumbed down version for the 360. I was like, okay, it's not that big of an expense. I can use this to play some stuff <laughs> with the kids. But the problem became, and this yeah. is when th- that game made me realize I don't, I just don't know how gaming will fit back into my life as an adult. Um, you know, the language and the violence of it was so much. There's no way I was ever going to have that on with my kids in the room because uh, I just f bombs everywhere, and so I'm like, I don't want my kids repeating this stuff. They're just learning to speak and stuff, you know, like. And so it just kept getting shelved, and you know. It, it's just a weird thing, you know. It's it's maybe some guys have figured out, and some some ladies have figured out, and I think there there are married couples who probably enjoy gaming together, and that'd be awesome. My wife isn't into it, um, so that means if I'm going to game, it's me gaming apart from my family um, in my spare time, and so. Those are decisions. I'm not going to get into all that, but those are tough decisions to make, especially as a man who has a wife, you know, and you, you, you certain things you got to just keep in order. And, yeah. um, I don't know. So it, it just was like this eye opening thing of like, well, crap, you know, I don't know how I'm ever going to do this. That's why the switch was such a exciting thing for me. I was like, Ooh, that's something I could take with me. Cause if you remember, I brought oh, it to yeah. the office when I first got it. Oh yeah. 
I was playing, playing Splatoon, which I still love Splatoon. It's such a fun game. Um, and so I, on my lunch break, I'd pull it out and just play, you know, one round. Because that, that's what was like, if I, if I can just get in a round and just play a little bit, and I feel like, hey, I'm still kind of connected, right. still doing this. And I could play Splatoon at home, too. But it's not just about the violence and the language. It's also about, you know, time spent with kids. Like, if I'm playing Wii Bowling with my son, 100%. I'm bought in. Video games are the best thing in the world. If I'm playing a video game that makes me look at them and go, shh, shh hey, sit down, hush, you know, sit there and watch me. Or, you know, you can't watch me because this game's too violent. So go upstairs. Like the minute I start doing that, it's the minute that guard comes up in me a little bit where I'm just like, I, I, for me, I just can't do that. And so Stadia answers that bill. You know, just it, that's a, that's a big change. If I can just pop my Chromebook open and play something for a little bit, you know, 15 minutes here, half an hour there on a lunch break here, no special equipment, nothing extra in my bag. Like, I think that scenario is going to play out for a yeah. lot of people. It's just the 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 disconnecting from the console, from that one yep. physical split pa- yep. sp- space where you play the right. game. Right, you're disconnecting from that, and it's just going to open up a, a whole different realm of possibilities for for gaming. Hundred percent, and the different types of games that that are going to come out. You know, yep. like some of these mobile games that we play, you know, um, you know, could 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 those be, you know, adjusted and tweaked for for Stadia, you know, and, and you now have just these games on the go that, that yep. you can play little quick 15 minute rounds on. Right. So like, I do think, you know, like we were talking about Fortnite and PUBG and stuff like those are things that PUBG Mobile has figured out that, exactly. you yeah. know, the big brother PUBG still, I don't think, has yeah. most of these things. So these quick match and the Evo exactly. grounds and these right. things you can jump in and play an eight to ten minute round yep. and move on. They understand that people using a mobile device are going to treat games that way. Yep. Like, hey, every once in a while. Yeah. Like, well, I say every once in a while, we, we try to dig into at least one round of PUBG right. during lunch. Like, that's kind yep. of our daily thing. Um, but there are some days we don't and like on the weekends, you know, I don't touch it, but I might be able to squeeze in a, a quick, you know, team death match or, you know, an eight minute quick match or something. Especially like if if I'm at the doctor's office and I know it's going to be 10, 15 minutes before they throw the headphones in, in, pop my headphones in and I think that, that exact scenarios where stadia will shine. So imagine you have your backpack with you. Well, if you can flip the, flip your Chromebook open and hop on your hotspot and, and play, you know, a game or two, but it's these console games are going to have to understand that that's one of the differences, right? Sure. Stadia brings the ability to do crazy graphics and Stadia brings the ability to put 500 people in a battle Royale if you want to, and extend your ability to do all these things. That's great. But also realize Stadia is giving people the freedom to take games with them. And so a la Nintendo switch, a la mobile gaming, like what other things can you do for Stadia games? And it, it, yeah. X Cloud or whatever Microsoft's thing is, what what ways can you benefit the user from that perspective and go, hey, we, we kind of have something to learn here. These The people playing these games on this platform aren't going to be sitting on their couch or in a basement yeah. or in a man cave. Exactly. They they're, might be on a bus or exactly. on a subway yep. or on lunch break. And so how can we do some quick match stuff? And it'll, it'll happen. It'll evolve into that. And, and um, I, I think be pretty amazing and like we said i mean the, the stadia isn't gonna be you know uh, like how we play PUBG mobile you know the controls are on the screen we don't think that's going to be a thing on stadia like you're going to have to no. pair your and it's only right now it's only the the pixel Pixels, phones yeah. that that you could pair your controller to to play so it is a little bit different but 
but you know them being able to kind of tweak games and maybe introduce some of those kind of like quick quick gameplay stuff for yep. those people on the go maybe so all right i, I want to talk about one quick thing Cl- clearly we're we're excited about this folks yeah we we could probably have a whole podcast about this only and we might do that in the future so let us know on on twitter if you're interested in that uh but let, let's talk real quickly about one thing before we take a break and that is uh the ui that uh i, I, don't, I don't know was it games gamescom somebody snagged so photo? yeah uh, i don't know if like we've been looking i don't know have you been looking as well just like yeah, I've been, with yeah, because like, we've been talking about this. Hands with, on with Stadia. Yeah, we were yeah. sitting around a couple of weeks ago. I think it might have been on a Thursday, getting ready for podcast or whatever. And we were like, "How is this going to work?" Oh yeah, uh, it actually, actually, actually uh, messaged Kyle Bradshaw to see if he had had any hands on with it, and he he gave me some info that I I wasn't aware of. But there is going to be a Stadia app that you'll use to pair your devices with whatever devices you're using or whatnot. But still, no real. No real clues as to what's the UI going to look like. Once your stuff's set up and you, you have the game and you're playing using your Chromecast, what does it look like? Yeah, and right. nothing. Because yeah, like, talked about the, it when they all. did uh, When they did the one a, a while back, they had video of people playing games and all that. But, but it was, it was all set right. up. Yeah. There yep. was no, here's the process. It was, hey, you guys go in, play the game, see what you think. So we're like. How's this going to work? Yeah, my, and then Robbie Robbie found it. Good old Reddit today. So. Yeah. Um, and and Joe and I had we were working on an article, um, just games on a Chromecast, and there was one game in particular that had a really cool UI. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even a game; it was like a little baby platform. They had their own games in the platform. It was air, ar- arcade games. I air think. air something. Air something. Air arcade maybe. Air, yeah, yeah, there's a couple different good. ones. They all had the same. Sure. It's like, I think they, they were called like Super Bros Games was the yeah. name of the company. So uh, the idea being though that you would um, launch the app and you could do it in a browser or on your phone and then you hit that cast button and then the entire UI ends up on the cast. So if you think about it, you know, with, with Stadia, you're basically um, casting the video of a game being played on a server somewhere away from you onto your screen, and your controls are getting to it quick enough and manipulating that image fast enough and getting that image back to your television fast enough that you don't notice the difference. So there's no reason to believe that if these little games and these little game studios have UIs that basically act the same way. So it could just be a web page um, that... that when you cast, it's casting that website up to your television. If I hit left, right, up, down on my little little UI I get on the phone, once I've gone into my cast session, it's telling that server, hey, move the cursor up, move the cursor down, whatever. And, you know, it allows you to interact with a UI on your screen. It's not... It's not building some sort of UI into Chromecast. Right. It's not saying, because Chromecast does not have a UI. It just doesn't. Doesn't need There is no UI for Chromecast. Chromecast is just the the bridge, basically. And so um, it would make perfect sense that from the Stadia app, you start a gaming session or whether you hit the button on the controller or something. Something's going to cause the Chromecast to wake up and begin a cast Start session pulling that video from wherever exactly because yeah. it's the same thing that happens when you hit cast on youtube uh, a server response happens between the host and the receiver and it says the computer says hey chromecast 
go to www.blahblahblah.com and start streaming that video. And the Chromecast goes, okay, and start streaming it. And your, com- <laughs> okay. and your computer is, they're both talking to the same server. That's how you can play pause and all that right. kind of stuff when you're casting. That's how I cast. That, that was Joe's Chromecast. Yeah. yeah. Is- it, was, it, it talks. Um, Hello. And so the same, the same idea is true here. Um, you know, the controller can just ping the server. The server can then ping the Chromecast and say, hey, wake up starts you know start doing this this stadia session controller and the chromecast are on the same server and now you have this ui that's being casted from the server that is on every stadia computer and you know you can move around and pick your games and look at your library and maybe shop because i mean chat you have a shop uh, yeah i mean find friends all you know those basic things that need to be there for a gaming console that we haven't really talked about just yet with Stadia. It's like, oh, we're gonna play, you can play games and just one click of a link and you can play a game. Like those are cool features. But how? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to always have to go find a link to get to a game. Right. There just, has like, to be. A, there's got to be a place. I think to about land. Uh, the Nvidia, the the way the Shield store is kind yeah. of set up. It should look something similar to that. I would yeah. think you're gonna have just an area where you can find your games, and then you'll have an area some where you have your trends. games, and then whatever other peripheral features they have whether it's chat friends whatever now my bet would be that interface will be similar to an interface that will probably be at stadia.com or something like that or my stadia and you can log in and go manage all that stuff there's no reason it shouldn't be the same interface it's just they'll cast that interface up onto the screen you know and you can move it around with the controller what we saw from reddit uh, as a guy on the floor gamescom and i don't know i'm not sure if google is just purposefully keeping this stuff kind of under wraps i don't know what's going on because some people on the reddit even said in the thread were like you know i thought you weren't allowed to take photos and he was like i put my phone up there and the guy didn't say anything they're like well clearly he didn't know what he was doing and whatever so i don't know if they're not supposed to be doing videos or what but he had he was playing a game he said he hit the stadia button on the controller and this little menu popped up on the right side you know basic ui it's just uh you know it shows your connection it shows the audio, probably I would controller. assume you click into those things in a controller, whether you're connected or not. Click into those, get a settings, and you had your friends list underneath that. So you could probably hop into chat, turn on audio. You know, the basic things you need to be able to do in-game. Because he was in a game. I think he was playing, might have been playing Mortal Kombat or that Samurai game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, basic stuff. But it's the first peek at the UI for Stadia that we've seen. Because they've just been super hush about it. Um, and I and then it's not that big of a deal and they really want to focus on the fact that you're streaming games and it's it's not about a console you know they're, they're really pushing that so maybe that's why they're kind of hush hush about it for right now or maybe they're still tweaking it uh, i'm not sure but it showed up and it's uh it's there so there there's going to be some ui elements for sure just because it's chromecast and because it's a cast enabled service it does not mean they're going to go without a ui and no, this doesn't mean that that now Chromecast is going to have a UI. No, you're not going to get like a. No. I don't think you're going to have a browser no. in here. You're not going to be able to nope. do all this. I, I I don't. I there was some traffic, and I I talked about this a little bit in one of the article articles I wrote. But you know, Chromecast doesn't need a UI. That defeats no. the whole purpose. You right. know, and and uh, it's just a vehicle. Exactly, and so it's, it's Stadia Stadia cable. is its own thing. Its own, you know, uh, capsule of, of 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 
casting, right? It, it's not gonna give like you're you're not gonna get a oh yeah the controller is now gonna be a remote for your Chromecast. No, right? No, it's I, not gonna do that. Nope, that's not a thing. So, negative, negative. So lots of, lots of Stadia news. Lots of Stadia news, folks. If you uh, if you're interested in a, a Stadia podcast, let us know on Twitter at Chrome Unboxed. Uh, but we're gonna take a quick break right now for an ad, and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord. N O R D. Welcome back, everyone. We are uh, we are officially done talking about Stadia. I think. Yeah, we're, one more thing. With sta- <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, don't you dare! You're not allowed. I think that's that all was, the Stadia that was 40, we have. Forty-five minutes of Stadia. I think it's clear that we we could very easily talk about that in its own podcast because we clearly have a lot to say. Robbie has a lot to say. Yeah. About, well, about Stadia. And the thing is, too, with with it. I mean, I think once it launches, there'll be less. Maybe less to talk about. Yeah, yeah right. Like, there, no. there is there is some like unknown right, right now. It's kind of mysterious. Like, well, how, yeah, what what is true. the UI going to look true. like? Yeah. So that, I mean, you talk about games, and you could talk oh, about like sure. that kind of stuff and better performance of it. Maybe as time yeah. goes by, but ultimately, Stadia will get out of the way, That's and true. it'll be about the games and the right. experience of it and right. what new devices it has. You know, yeah. can play it, and, and we'll like be playing it, so there won't be a podcast anymore. Exactly. <laughs> we'll just. Play. Okay. There you go. Invite you people guys like, to, to play along. People are like, Chrome Unbox hasn't been posting like any articles. Like, what's going on? Stadia came out. Yeah. Sorry. It's gonna be pictures of us on the couch with Cheetos. <laughs> that's right. Mountain Dew. Yeah. So we're Sorry, we're gonna. That's stereotypical. I am not getting Cheetos that. on that my was, new Stadia controller. That was very <laughs> stereotypical. That yeah, was true. It's gonna be some businessmen playing and yeah. business women playing. Uh, playing Stadia. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna I move don't on. even like Cheetos. Told you yeah. we weren't moving on. Yeah, we're moving on. <laughs> we are we are moving on to our ongoing continual segment. What's new in Mountain View? And uh, what is new in what is new? Well, Gabe, it's funny you should ask. (laughs) First, (laughs) first up, we've got a uh, a rumored. I mean, this isn't out yet. Uh, It was a reliable source uh, given to nine to five. Yes, yes. Anonymous. I was source. like, I couldn't. I yeah, like, I had Stephen a, Hall. Stephen. I had a. I blanked there for a second. Yeah. And St- Stephen is known to have a reliable source or sources yeah, at Google. Yeah. At Google. So. Yeah. So he doesn't. So. He doesn't usually take to writing no, something no, like this unless yeah. he feels pretty confident. And it, and it was an. It was an in depth, you know, yeah. article. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. just some like, oh, here, here's this thing. Yeah. So Nest Mini Mini Two. Nope, no, it's just, just Nest, Nest Mini. Mini. First Nest Mini. Yep. It's going to be... Which goes right back to our discussion a couple podcasts uh, ago. Is Nest. it going to be Nest or, home, or Google but or this Home? Is, but My this guess is, is it's going away from Google Home. If they're gonna, if that if this does get called Nest Mini, that's to me, that's signaling a change. That even smart speakers are all... Yeah, because the current, home, the current state of affairs Nest. are speakers are still Google Home. But this is a new speaker that is a Nest. Correct. Yeah, <sighs> I think home's gone. Go I, I think one or the gone. other. Yeah. One or yeah. the other. I, I mean, uh, so I, I wrote an article a couple of days ago about some of this stuff going on with Nest and, and reading through all of their keyword stuff and everything they have online. It is, it is Google Nest. 
Okay. Nest, nest everything. So, okay. yeah. So this is uh, this is an update to the small speaker, the little hockey puck speaker. Um, louder. Um, it says better sound overall. Better, so better just, sound. It's, it's plenty loud yeah. now. It's just tinny and thin. Yeah, right? it's a little. So um, better it's great sound. for the kids to listen to stuff, but you're not going to host a party with it. It doesn't no, sound so it, And it doesn't have to. Like, if it gets on somewhere near the level of the original Google Home, I would Perfect. be Perfect. super excited yeah. about yeah. that. That's a great little it's home a, speaker. Yeah, it's, Which, according to according to what, what they leaked, it should be somewhere in that vicinity. Because they're not far off. The home, the original home, just has a richer sound to it. Yeah, so. it just has a bass response. That's yeah. all it really needs is right. a little bit of bass response. It's got, it. a, it's got a wall mount. Uh, or, or a way to wall mount. Yeah. I don't know that it's going to come with yeah. the wall mount necessarily, but maybe it's going to have a clamping. Like a little mini v- visa mount or yeah, something like or that. Yeah, something. Or like little cutouts where a clamp could, could, yeah. could, My hope could, is could pop it in. They leave it like I that. Think, so and and I would bet because there's been so many third parties that have been so successful with the Google Home Mini and uh, Amazon's, what's their little one? Uh, the show. Uh, the Echo. The Echo. Echo Dot. dot. The Dot. Echo Dot. Google was probably smart to think, hey, we should make our own because people buy these things. So I bet it will be an accessory. Could be wrong. Might not be. Might come with it. But yeah, it would, I don't know. Who yeah. knows? Not sure. Yeah. And then it's, uh, and then uh, auxiliary 3.5 input. Yeah, that's yes. no brainer. That's so, no brainer territory. Should have yeah. been on the first one. It, Absolutely. Well, it, the fact that it wasn't on the first one is weird to me. The cool part about that um, and what I've kind of envied about the Echo Dot is that. You basically take that little thing, and I don't. At that point, I don't really care what it sounds like as much because I could put it under my TV, and it becomes two things for me at that point. One, it becomes just a, a great audio thing. I could just say, "Hey, G, play so and so on yada yada, whatever I've named it," and it's going to start playing through those much nicer speakers that I have. You could buy just a set of speakers if you wanted to and hook it to it. And, you know, it becomes right. kind of the hub instead of having this big thing. It's just, hey, there's this nice little thing that can, can play stuff. But then if you think about it, it replaces Chromecast audio for that, too. Right. So, so for, for people who don't away, want to invest in a $500 assistant or Chromecast soundbar and maybe they already have a set of speakers at home. That would boom, be me. You got it. Yes. I have so a great set of yeah, Bose you speakers got the, in my yeah, living the room older, that I love. Yeah. Older Cinemate speakers. They sound great. I love them. Everything sounds awesome There's on them. There's no sense in replacing them. Yeah. I mean, and so I've got, it's it's actually got uh, um, a separate input for, so I could, it doesn't have much. It's very simplified, but it, I have a spot where I could hook in another audio source to it and it would it would play that if, if that's where the audio was coming from. So this next Nest Mini I'm going to get the names right. Nest soon. Mini. Nest Mini. Nest Mini. Um, we just got to say it a bunch. Assuming that that's everything we we're hearing about it's true. Yeah. 100% will be under my television and will be there ready Sim- for me yeah. to, to similar, cast music Similar too. size, form factor, um, the proximity aw- awareness. That That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And I mean, I can kind of see that being a thing that... Because uh, the source apparently said it's just for like as you approach it, it like you know the one now has the dots that tell you show you what volume is and stuff like that. Like it would show you that as you walked up. That seems okay. I could way more see this working in with the entire Nest system of stuff and right hey, because there are two, some other. He does mention some other new Nest security products that mm-hmm. will be coming either at this co- upcoming event or sometime soon. That could be a proximity yeah, just, sensor for that. Yeah, it just has it's a motion, another motion detector in yeah. your house. Your house is already integrated with Nest cams and security systems, all that stuff. 
you got a Google Home Mini in every room. You've got instant motion detectors and yep. way cheaper than having actual motion detectors. So, yeah, I think I, I think it sounds dope. And I mean, it's, yeah, the upgrade to me is yeah, it's fantastic. I, I will like absolutely have a few of them. Yeah, does it have built-in Wi-Fi? It should have built-in Wi-Fi. Don't like it is a, a Google Wi-Fi. Oh I no, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be that's fun. What if I that's want. the the Wi-Fi we've been tracking. It's, just, <laughs> it's all those things, all in the mini and a display. Don't it's all on. of the things. I mean, uh, that would make sense though, because then you could create a mesh with with your. Seriously, minis. can you can you all make one product that's all the things? Yeah, yeah. A camera, just, a display. <laughs> Come on, it'd be just really it cool. It'd be cool if it it just at least had enough smarts in it to be a repeater. A mesh, to be the mesh part, part of the mesh part. Yeah, right. absolutely. That would be cool. It wouldn't have but, to be its own standalone. Like you couldn't only have that, but it could. It and still, your and still be like thirty nine dollars. That'd be great. Yeah, also that. <laughs> uh, they're saying it's yeah. it should hold the price. So, right. So, so you're gonna be fifty bucks and then you'll find them for thirty dollars everywhere right. once they've been and out for a little while. The big changes to me that are the, the massive parts are better sound quality and three and a half millimeter audio headphone jack. jack. Like yeah. those two things absolutely change the use cases to me for this device and make it insanely appealing now i'm not going to go through we have a, a home mini in quite a few rooms at the house i'm not going to go through and change those all out like i wouldn't replace them all just but maybe for the, the one in the living it. room the yeah. one in the living room yeah. for sure um you know and well heck maybe i would i don't know because you know the <laughs> kids like, the kids use them gonna, yeah. to listen to music a lot and so i'm just like i hate when they're i i it, bad sounding audio just it, it grates on me and so I don't like walking into the room and they're, you know, playing music at a decent level on the mini. I'm just like, turn, just turn it down. Uh, it's, it hurts. It's crass sounding. It's so tenny. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I just, make my yeah. kids close the door. <laughs> uh, I was like, like, I can't no. handle that crap, man. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind, uh, I wouldn't mind having those speakers throughout the house. That would be pretty dope. You know, like just in a bedroom, like when you're folding clothes or doing something you know like it's nice to be able to turn on music to something that i don't need to grab my phone i don't need to do anything i can just say hey g play so and so and it's playing and again it doesn't have to be this room filling audio but if it's just a nice rich sound right coming from a spot i mean think about the office like uh, over at the office you know I've, i use that sony player all the time and it's a nice speaker, and but it's just another thing that if exactly we also have google homes in the room if it was just good enough on its own cool right so i'm i'm trying to temper my expectations on the sound quality i don't want to expect it to sound amazing but man if it just if it just sounds good original original yeah original and that yeah Yeah. that's the stinky part i mean that sony is so small it's just there's no comparable google product in that form factor price range that gives you that kind i mean you've your only options the max and that's yeah. three hundred fifty dollars. So it's and like it's big. Yeah, you know? yeah, it is big. You don't. You're not going to have that sitting on your desk. Maybe my uh, desk. My desk is. <laughs> yeah, but no, extended. It's, yeah, it's just. <laughs> so maybe Google. And I know that's not really their niche, but maybe they should do like a. But you got Sonos or was it Sonos? Yeah, somebody Sonos else has Google Assistant built yeah, in. Yeah, some. But somebody but else you can cast to them. Somebody else just launched another one this week. Um, What's it, Bose? I'll have to look it up anyways. I'll, we'll write an article about it so you can see it. There we go. But it's another smaller. It's around 300 bucks, round um, with the assistant and all that other stuff. So maybe Google's just leaving the hi-fi stuff out there for the other yeah, manufacturers. Yeah. The interesting part about this, though, is that like Google or Nest Home speakers have castability built into them. So not only does it have, or I can ask Google Assistant stuff, I can cast to it, too. Like those two things are rare. So my Sony speaker has castability, but no assistant. Right. 
um, the Sonos speakers will have assistant, but you can't cast to them. So I can ask the assistant to play something, but I can't just use Chromecast because sometimes, honestly, it's just simpler to hit the cast button. If I want a specific playlist, well, which we, Gosh, we tried that the many. other day, and it's kind of cool. Like you can say, hey, G, play it's, such and such playlist on shuffle, and it knows how to do all that now. So that's, that is kind of cool. But then also sometimes we tell it to put on a certain yeah, playlist, and, it and it'll be like... Yeah, and playing weirdo stuff. And uh, so I'm like, I, yeah. I, sometimes I like a little more control over it. And so I like, I like the ability to talk to it and or cast to it. And so... You yeah. know, Google's products do that better than right. anyone else's. So, so Bose just they revamp their home portable. So it's a portable. It's three hundred fifty bucks. Cylindrical one. Yeah, but okay. it's got a handle. I'm sure like sound quality oh, is incredible. They're amazing. But it's Wi Fi, Bluetooth, Google, Amazon, all that. But no cast. No cast. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, most speakers don't mess with cast. Uh it's just yeah. unless they are just specifically a cast speaker. Right. Yeah. And then they don't have assistant. Like it's it's, it's so weird. Two. Yeah, yeah it's just what was that thing. one we had? It's still around the office somewhere. It was that little square one. Is that JBL? Yeah. That was their original cast. But it didn't have it, it doesn't have, have the assistant. assistant. <laughs> but that's a good Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. Get to, get it together. So do we do 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 we think uh I don't I don't think the the article from nine to five said anything about release date. Do we think this is no. going to show up on the 9th or is the, so like that's um, let's let's talk about that for a second Robbie September 9th what yeah. what what happened there Go and eat my crow Yeah, yeah. Uh, so slowly we, rolling we, away we, from the table right So we've we've <laughs> talked about uh, you know yeah. that that gif with Homer Simpson yeah. uh, <laughs> backs into the bush into the hedge <laughs> So 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 the nest um nest oh my gosh Nest, Nest Hub, Hub Max. Hub Max. We we found uh, on Google's site where it said it was going to get released on the ninth. They took it down. Took it down like it so was some you secret. Specu- you speculated, hey, this thing's coming out on the ninth. Maybe they've moved the hardware event to the ninth. Yes, because so we because of that and or super early leaks yeah. of the Pixel Four and right. FCC filings for Atlas, which we know is going to be Pixelbook family type thing. Like all these things happening way earlier than they did last year. Other leaks. Pixel Four in the wild happening full month, month and a half earlier than it did last year. Like all of these things pointed to, hey, maybe September's real. Uh, and then the fact that they yanked that that date down so quick for kind of a meh product, you know. Like I'm not saying the the Nest Hub Max is going to be a piece of crap or anything, but I mean, how many people are that excited about? Like, oh my god, Can't I'm going to get this the day it comes out. I'm going to stand in line at Best no. Buy to get a Nest Hub Max. Like, eh, it'll probably be one of those things that people look at and go, eh, do I want something like that? And eh, I saw it in Best Buy and I thought about it. You know, I got it for so-and-so for Christmas, you know, that kind of thing. And so the fact that they yanked that date down so quick just made me, I don't know, made me curious to think, you know. Hooked him. It feels like that they were trying to hide something, like they are trying to keep something hush. Um, but it, it appears Apple's event is rumored to be on the 10th of September. I really doubt Google's going to drop an event on the day before Apple's event. I, I don't see where that would make any sense for anybody. Um, I, my, I had speculated maybe on the ninth because Apple's event a lot of times is in the teens, September yeah. 13th mm-hmm. or 15th mm-hmm. or something. So a week prior, absolutely. With the pixel four having the square camera and the iPhone, clearly the 11 having a square camera, getting it out and launched and in front of people before the iPhone does. I don't care that it, they've already leaked it out. I don't care that any of that stuff's happened. If when it happens in this order, iPhone announces it and then the pixel comes out a full month later, guess what? You copy the iPhone. That's 100% what's going to happen. So it, clearly that's not in the cards. September 9th isn't going to be the hardware event because right. we would be, we, everyone would I have mean, gotten would, their email by now. It, we're, we're, we're recording this podcast on August 22nd. 
And yeah, so, so if uh, a week would be the 29th, yeah, the week after that would be the 6th. I mean, we're we're just outside of a two-week window whew. for that. I think they gave us two and a half weeks before, yeah. three weeks, something like that. So we've heard zero. Like, there's been, there's not even any leaks about everybody's just like, ah, we assume it's going to be in October, first week, second week of October, because that's when it always is. Kind of like the iPhone event has become like, yeah, first couple weeks of September sometime. And so I don't know. Uh, usually by now, again, we've, seen it leaked or something like it's it's been a little kind of quiet so do you do you think that maybe at one point in time they were going to do it on the ninth and that's why they the the nest hub max had the ninth on it do you think the nest hub max is still going to come out on the ninth now or do you think it's going to hold it for the event is it still listed on the it's coming soon yeah okay yeah it's like they could just put it remember they updated that though and cnet said that Google confirmed with them. Now, it was, I don't think it was an official, official thing, but they said a spokesperson confirmed that was the release. Uh, So, weird. So, do do we think the, okay, so then they're going to put out the Nest Hub Max and then they're going to put out the the Nest Mini at the event and not with the Nest Hub Max? That's weird. Now, to be fair, they announced and showed the Nest Hub Max to the world at I.O. That's true. I forgot about that. So it's already kind of been unveiled. So it would not be a new device. It could just, hey, here it is. Yeah. They saved the the Nest Mini for the hardware event. Yeah. Because if you think last, no, yeah, last year, like, kind of handled the Chromecast the same way, the Gen 3 Chromecast that we talked about earlier. It was just kind of around. Here it is. And they gave it to us in a little bag. I'm like, hey, here's one to take home with you. (laughs) Um, So I could. I could see that being a thing. Yeah. Uh, it'd be kind of cool uh, for us to all get the uh, the new Nest Mini yeah. to take home with us. That'd be I fun. Would, I would love that. Yeah, hey, I would not be could, sad about we it. We could throw one up here. That'd be perfect. Yep. So uh, one other quick thing uh, I wanted to mention um, with with all of this talk of Nest, you know, Google Google acquired Nest. Uh, oh gosh, a year a year and a half ago. Oh gosh, I don't remember. Yeah, when I'm it not was even sure. It's Whatever. been a while. Whatever they they acquired them a while ago, and uh, oh, and my phone's telling me. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's amazing. So I, uh, Robbie just pointed out at my phone, and I looked down on J- January thirteenth, twenty fourteen. Google announced plans <laughs> to acquire Nest. Dang. I didn't so realize that's, it's been that that's long. That's weird. Um, they've had they've had it for a while then, but you know. Uh, the the transition has been a bit messy. Uh, you know the 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 branding has been a bit weird, and yes. we don't know whether it's Google Home or Nest Home or Nest Hub. I'm going or, with if this if Nest Mini comes out, it's all Nest. And 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 I mentioned earlier, like in recently researching some of this stuff, um, it's all Google Nest, and they're even like on social now. It's Google Nest, and everything's Google Nest. But then I was I was researching some other article, and it said it's a Nest Home. And I was like, oh, that's probably a, a typo. I don't know. Um, but anywho, that all of the transition has been a little weird. But um, as of Monday uh, this week, Google put out an announcement saying that your Nest account can now be migrated to a Google account. So if you open up your phone and you, and you have uh, Nest installed the latest version, you go to your account tab, uh, the, well, I think it's settings and then account there's a little uh, you know, button right up top, mm-hmm. uh, migrate to Google account. Um, and I saw this, and, it, and I, had, I had heard some of the rumors about this, and uh, Google did a decent job. They, 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 uh, they put out a lot of information about this. Um, back in May, when they announced that the works with Google, uh, or I'm sorry, work, geez, Louise. 
<laughs> works with Nest program was going. Are you to confused end. yet? Yeah, I I'm am. confused. Are we talking about yeah. like Nest or Intel here? Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, I no, know. Don't Gosh, even. let's not even that get was, on uh, that. We had, that happened this week too, but we'll yeah. discuss that later. They, so. they had said works with they had, they had announced you know works with Nest was going to end on August 31st and all this stuff and people were worried and so um, so if you migrate your account right now there's a chance it's probably going to break anything that you have that is works with Nest. We have some uh, smart bulbs around the office that don't seem to be have been affected. Um, but uh, there were some uh, articles out there and some reporting by The Verge. Um, uh, if this, then that uh, put out a statement saying, yeah, don't, don't, don't upgrade your account. Like, don't, don't migrate your account to Google just yet. And so Google has came, come out and said, hey, if you have some of those integrations, specifically some, you know, if this, then that applets, um, I know a lot of people use the triggers for home and away to, to trigger something, uh, whatever. So, uh, they have said, hold off on that. And Google has even said, Hey, hold off on that. And we will send you an invitation when it's ready. I don't know if that means they're going to integrate it. And if this, then that's going to be built into the assistant somehow now, and it's going to work that way. Or if they're going to build their own thing and replace those features within the assistant, so my that's guess, the long-term goal. Yeah, that's my what guess would said. be that that yeah. second, the second option yeah. there, because there's not much that works with Nest does that assistant and the the what used to be the home yeah. platform, right. which is right. now the Nest platform, yeah. uh, can't do. Yeah. So you talk about those types of things, all that could probably fall under routine. Is my home app going to be a Nest app now? No. Okay, because I don't want no. that. No, it is just that now all of your <laughs> Nest things and all your groups and all that are now within the Home app. So yeah, I think Nest everything is, pro- is through Home. You, every, everything that's that's um, Home is like the home. software. Nest is the hardware. Right. So I think anything of, that's yeah. a smart home I could see the Nest thing, app going away Nest eventually. Is, Nest is yeah. a hardware-related line of stuff. Yeah. So whether it's a smart speaker, a smart display, you know, alarm system. Those things that make your home smarter, I bet, will all fall under the Nest branding. Um, that makes you, more sense than home anything controls, else around this whole situation. Yep, the, home, yep. the home app controls all those Nest products. But right. It controls Chromecast products, Other things too. too. And, and third-party. Th- yeah, all, third all of those third-party integrations that, that work with the so assistant. Yeah. Home is kind of the center point to pivot all those yep. things. Yep. Nest is going to be this line. It's kind of like... Think about it like Pixel. Pixel is a division inside of Google that builds exactly. phones. They're exactly a phone manufacturer. And so Nest is now going to be this smart home device manufacturer inside Google. Now you watch because Robbie said this. This time next week, Google will have rebranded the home app. You watch. It's going to happen. It's going to be. Like, oh, and it's going to be something completely no, unrelated. No, 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 no. Forget it. Pivot. Do something else. And, and I mean, at the end of the day, it does make sense because as of right now, in the Nest app, you could have you know shared family members all in the Nest app, and then right. it's, you've got your works with the assistant and all this stuff, and now it's all just one. You've got your Google account, you have your home app, you can set up all your family members in there, and then oh by the way, now that your Nest app is logged in and and created with or migrated to a Google account, you get all the Google security and, and all right. that with it. So I mean, there are benefits, but. All of that to say, if you have some other integrations or some works with Nest things running in your home right now, just wait until you get that email invitation from Google, and uh, they will hopefully provide some some more uh, uh, clear uh, instructions on what to do. As of right now, they've just said, hey, you should probably wait. Yeah, <laughs> so it might a, break things. So wait. Harry, it, Harry it, transition, it, for it sure. Could, it could break things, for sure. Uh, it hasn't broke our, our light bulbs yet that I can tell, but yeah. So, uh, anywho. 
lots of uh, lots of uh, lots of weird weird transition with that. It's just been it's been a it's been a bit odd. The whole yeah, nest transition, but it feels like they're kind of on the other side of it now. I hope yeah. so. Like, okay, clean up. Yeah, the they've last got bits the map there, how they're doing it. It's just hey, let's land. get all these pieces into place and get yeah. it done hopefully yeah, the, before whatever event is coming in the next month the, or the month most and a half or the or most googly thing they did around all this was acquiring nest they start talking about that in 2014 oh by the way a couple years later let's start a whole hardware line of home stuff and just ignore the nest thing for a while that should be fine seriously right? because be two good. years ago there were articles uh, all over the internet about google is killing nest right nest was Maybe not in reality, but it, it, in perception, slated to be gone. Like they well, were just. What other conclusion would them. you would you come to? If, yeah. Hey, you bought this company. You're going to probably take their people and 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 some of the infrastructure stuff, and then just dissolve them. Right. Because they don't. Clearly they don't have an own. HTC hardware office. They bought right. them. I mean, whoa. It, yeah, it's it's been strange, and but I'm not hey, sure. Whatever. I'm not sure what the point. And was, maybe but. maybe it's maybe there's a stigma with it. Maybe people are more comfortable with. Nest products. I'm buying Nest security cameras. I'm not buying Google security cameras because maybe yeah. people are paranoid I, that Google is right, spying on them. I really Sorry like, to break it to you. Google owns Nest. So if, yeah. if they were spying on you, <laughs> they're going to do yeah, it. With they're going to do it anyway. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I a like, whole I, other podcast. I, I like the Nest branding. I like it a lot. I, I don't know. I, I think it, I, well, it's I think been it's around as a home-based, cool. smart product. It's been around a lot longer, yeah. so why ring. not? Why not use that that <laughs> brand cachet? You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If ring, hey, too. seriously, if Ring would work with the assistant, I would buy it. Yeah, Ring looks pretty dope. I do, and yeah. the, their CEO said that they're looking into it, but that means five is years. It, is it just know? a doorbell? Because I mean, Nest has the doorbell too. They have their own proprietary whatever. It doesn't work with the assistant or hmm. home or anything like that. So there's no integration with the assistant. So. Yeah, I bought a I bought a Nest thermostat. I, I opted for the cheaper version. I don't even remember what it was called. I think E. Man, the it e. Is, it yeah, because they have the three and the E. It's just yeah. been awesome. It yeah, just works. Yeah, it awesome. looks great. It's it's saved money. It saved me money. You know, I get my little my little report each month. It's dope. I yep. love it. So, anywho, all right, folks, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. As always, you can uh, check us out online, chromeunbox.com. But yeah, we, uh, we're going to wrap this one up and we will see you all next week. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.